welcome to the Real Appeal Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Loizel. And with me today is my co-host. Mick Ma- <laughs> I full of that one. Mix Master Mark. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I feel like I sound weird. I know. No, no, you sound good. Okay. You're, you're good. You're good. Uh, so, yeah. Mixmaster Mark. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, senior editor and writer, Screen Geek. Not- <laughs> it sounds like you're going to say Mick or Mike. <laughs> Mick or Mike. You know what? You flubbed. Mm. You flubbed that one. You really did. Hey. Like a like a fart, you know? All right, you want to start over then? No. What I want to tell you is that when I really have to let one out, <laughs> you got to you like like how you flubbed it up so bad. You got to mm. find the line, <laughs> feel the air, <laughs> let it fly. You got to, you know, wind that shit up. Okay. <clears throat> you tell my speech impediment that. Okay. <laughs> Mark, speech impediment, you should do this. That wasn't a speech impediment, by the way. Well, no, that that wasn't, but, like, I do have a stutter. And sometimes when I get excited, it's like, <clears throat> you know, it wants to do that. Okay. Um, You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Real Appeal. God, I'm just making noises all over the place. <laughs> Two E's and real. Uh, also on TikTok. I always forget about that because it's fairly new. Um, you can email us at therealappeal at gmail.com. Um, you can review us anywhere that you like to listen to our show. And our segments for this week are our recent review of Fast X, our variety time, 2000s gone in 60 seconds in the rear view. I came up with that. Very proud of that one. Hit the goddamn <laughs> I just keep hitting shit. Can't blame that on your speech impediment. <laughs> uh, our geriatric cinematic is gone in 60 seconds. The good version, <laughs> the one in 1974. Uh, Mark. Yes. <laughs> you gonna ask the question? No, I was waiting for you to say yes. <laughs> you don't have to wait for me. You can like I did at, at that time for comedic timing. You mean for dead air? No, yeah. Sometimes dead air is comedic timing. God, I hate dead air. I know you did. That's why it's funny. Uh, what's the terpic? I don't know what the terpic is because I lost my concentration. Liar. Uh, breaking physics for entertainment. <laughs> So, Kelsey, <laughs> what's I feel on? like I'm getting on my on your nerves. No, 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 you're not. You're not. I just, you know, you know, I'm I'm going through my my existential crisis phase. You know, mm-hmm. being unemployed for since like December. Yeah, for six months. Yeah, that's this is like the longest I've Actually, been. It's longer than six months at this point. Uh, well, we're in the fifth month. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. It's it's about to come up on the seventh month. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this is the longest I've been unemployed. Um, 
on no, no actually this is the longest i've been unemployed unintentional like the intentional time was like a year but i was like in my 20s and shit like that um but i mean i've been trying i've been trying to find work mm. <laughs> there have been like a couple people who have like you know responded or like called me about, about my application some of them were like hey you want like this marketing job or you want like this job where it's like shit pay you know mm-hmm. which i know i i already know if i took those type of jobs i'd be even like more depressed because it's that whole like what the fuck am i doing why am i here and all that kind of thing and well and it's also not good to just trade one situation for another like, yeah yeah exactly like if you wanted to be miserable you could be miserable at home as opposed to miserable mm-hmm dealing with other people's bullshit yeah or like and and it's that's not to say that like i'm doing i'm not doing anything like other than like looking for work i'm still writing for the site um kelsey and i have kind of been like i mean we got we got our own site it's not up and running but we've been like putting it together and stuff like that and that's my fault because i've been like pussyfooting around Mm. um what else taking care of a kid taking care of kelsey well taking care of kelsey's kid Taking care of a kid named Mom, uh, taking care of people who are sick, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that would make me pull out my thinning hair. Yeah, exactly. Or more grays in my beard. It's a conspiracy. You know what? There was a picture I looked at of myself like, like almost four years ago. Mm-hmm. I had a lot less gray in my beard. I know. Guess who else noticed? Hmm. Your mom. What did my mom say? okay (laughs) i was a topic of a conversation without me all right what what did my mom say i went to pick up cameron Mm -hmm. last weekend because you know cameron and your mom are like best friends yeah they're besties yeah and um i told i think I think I told Iona on a previous occasion that we're working on a website. Yeah. She has no concept. She thinks it's social media. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not what it is. Wait, hold on. Before you continue, let me just tell you like a little story real quick. Uh-huh. Um, when I was working at my last job, my mom didn't know what I was. She, did, she didn't understand what I was. Or sorry. She didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So then one day um, I was when I was living with her, I was sitting at the kitchen table with my work laptop like actually doing work and then i explained to her like this is what i do i have to do this i do research like this like all like but i kind of explained to her kind of fast because it was just like so much and (laughs) she had like this blank look on her face like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry so so go on so so when i went to pick up cameron this time Mm -hmm. i forget how but oh she was showing me pictures of when she was on the cruise. Okay. And I said, wow, your camera actually takes good pictures. Who, Cameron or? No, your mom. Oh, she takes good pictures? Yeah, like, no, yeah. not she does. Her camera. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. She has a good, like, uh, digital camera. No, like her phone camera. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, okay. So it was like her phone takes good pictures. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I guess it does. And then she's like, I don't know. Maybe I should get a camera. I'm like, why? Your phone takes perfectly good pictures, right? Mm-hmm. So then I showed her pictures of my phone of like, you know, when I went out and took a picture of the camera for mm-hmm. the website. Yeah. And um, 
there was a picture of you in the real like because i was going trying to go back and look at other pictures uh-huh. and she saw one of the the pictures she saw of you she's like is that mark mm-hmm. i'm like yeah she's like Ugh, he's getting old. He has all these grays in his beard. Where'd he get those grays in his beard? Oh, my God. And then she's like, I guess they're, you know, start getting grays, like, earlier and earlier. I'm like, he's almost 40. Like, <laughs> like, you. Can, she's like, I guess some people get grays in their hair in their 20s. Uh-huh. But, like, <laughs> she's like. <laughs> you know, my, my aunt actually brought that up. Uh, not the grays, but like my age. Like I, I was talking, I was talking to her last week. Um, we were just having a conversation, just going back and forth and stuff like that. And she she said something, and I told her my age. I said something like, "Well, I'm almost 40. and she had a like she like stepped back like, "Whoa, holy shit!" <laughs> She's like, "I thought you were in your early 30s. I'm like, "Marion, but come thank on. you. I know, thank <laughs> but you. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, but the the grays say something different. Actually, another story." One more story about my grades, right? Uh-huh. Last, not last week, two weeks ago, I was buying alcohol, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and this lady, uh, who was, she was like way younger than me, and she had to ask, of course, you can tell like she was fairly new. Uh, she had asked like, oh, can I see your ID? And me, slightly inebriated, like leaned on the counter and I was like, the beard doesn't tell you this? <laughs> and she was like, she's like, okay. And she was like, rough me up. Way to intimidate a younger girl just starting her job. No, no. We were like, it was, she was laughing, I think. Maybe nervous laugh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this, I mean, if you folks haven't seen me on the on the website, on Screen Geek. Actually, that picture is actually kind of old now I think about it. The picture is on Screen Geek. Mm-hmm. That picture is maybe like what? 10 years old or something like that. You haven't been writing for the site for 10 years. No, but it's an old. I use an old picture. Oh, for for the yeah, site, yeah, yeah, and like now I have like a lot of gray. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised in like in five years. I just have like a full gray beard. Yeah, maybe even sooner. Um. Also, I gave uh, Jeff one of your reviews, by the way. Oh, your coworker. Yeah. One of my reviews. Yeah, I, I sent him the review for Guardians of the Galaxy. I think. Oh, really. What, was he curious about the movie? Yeah, he's like, I really want to watch that one. I didn't know Frank posted that. Okay, sorry, go on. Wait, I, well, I texted it to him. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, it must have been published, because sometimes sometimes uh, Frank kind of, he uh, makes it a bit slow. But I don't remember. If- oh, you know, it was either, yeah, he hasn't posted The Guardians. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it was Air. Oh, Air! Yeah. Yeah! Okay, what do you say? It sucks? Well, he didn't read it. I don't know if he read it or he didn't, but I'm like, well, you, if I send it to you, will you read it? He's like, yeah, I'll read it. But he want, he's curious about that one because he hears like a lot of good stuff. Oh, okay. He's okay. like, are you going to watch it? I'm like, probably not. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just, I have a feeling, I have the, because oh, I'm always, I'm always beating myself up that your coworker didn't tell you anything because he read the review. He was like, oh, this review is shit. That crossed my mind. <laughs> But, I, you know, immediately I was like, that's stupid. No, because you already know all my writing shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I definitely know that. Mm. Mm. See? It, it feels good to admit it, right? <laughs> no, <stop laughs> okay, it. all right, all right, all right. Um, 
So let's move on. What do we got? What are we? What are we doing next? Um, we're gonna do something that uh will hopefully make you feel unstupid because you're not stupid. Okay. We're gonna watch a movie that's very stupid. We're gonna watch a movie. I mean, we watched it already. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now I'm stupid, and it's your fault. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do our recent review of Fast X. I know that this road has been very hard. And yet here you are, building this magnificent family. What's going on in that head of yours? Something little piece of it. Is it dead? They're not afraid of anything. But I am. I'm afraid of losing someone I love. Dominic Toretto. You're about to learn all about fear. Boom! The synopsis is, Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug kingpin Hernan Reyes. Directed by Louis Leterrier. Written by Dan Mizeau and Justin Lin. It stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jason Momoa, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris... Natalie, Emmanuel, and Sung Kang. Yeah, I wanted you to say all the names because that's essentially all the that's not the entire cast, but I was like the core cast. So I was like, we gotta give them all props. And Brie Larson, John Cena, John Cena should have been up there. Not really. He made a big impact. Yeah, he, he didn't have a lot of scenes, but he made a big impact. That well. That that's true. That's very true. I'm gonna go into we'll go into reasons why. Um But you know, he's not the core cast. You know, he's like a side character. He is, but he's really important to making the movie fun. Are you telling me that the interaction between Ludacris and Tyrese Gibson is not the astounding comedy that is the Fast and Furious movies? Look, I myself uh-huh. am not a part of Anything that's going on between the cast members and uh-huh. Tyrese Gibson or Tyrese Gibson and his fucking marital problems. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I remember that. I can't stand the guy. Okay. Like, even when I see him on the screen, I'm mm-hmm. like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just shucking and, chive- shucking, shucking and jiving along. That's what I feel about him. Like, that he's just... Like, I like taking this job and letting people poke fun at him mm-hmm. for what? <laughs> for that paycheck? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. So, Fast X, the tenth film in the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, I saw a comparison uh. to this, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So, when it said the Fast X movie and like the time between that and the the uh, Fast and Furious I don't know if it's the Fast and Furious or the, like the first one mm-hmm. is the same same length of time as Star Wars and and uh, oh my God I can't remember the the Phantom Menace oh like there's the same like t- like thirty years or something there's like a same timeline with that. really yeah um is that is that the case. Anyway, I, I, I don't know. I didn't do the math myself, but um, I saw that. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I feel really old now. Uh, okay, anyway. Fast you know X. what they should have done? Hmm. 
They should have had uh they should have had Vin Diesel mm-hmm. show up on Fast X mm-hmm. as um you know that movie he did a long time ago? Oh that yeah, that narrow. The it down. Xander he was Xander or whatever. What? Yeah, he played a character named Xander. Okay. It was like Oh, Triple X. Yeah. Okay. Because Wait, what are you getting at? Because <laughs> of the exes. So he could have done a crossover. You mean... He could have played... He could have had dual personalities. I don't think there's dual personalities because I feel like they're the exact same fucking character. Except one says family. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides that, what's your overall thoughts of <laughs> on Fast X? I love this movie. Yes. I was not, let's see, I was going in with my expectations Mm -hmm. managed because Mm -hmm. they're usually pretty fun, Mm -hmm. but like, am I going to get tired of it yet? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're not the only one who's been saying that. A lot of people have been saying like, I'm tired of these movies. Right. Well, I'm not tired of it, but Mm -hmm. I was just wondering if this would be the time. Yeah. And also, I'm starting to lose track of who's dead and who's coming back and like, Mm -hmm. Um, let's let's hold off on that. If you no, I'm not gonna say anything. Okay, all right. Um, so like, whenever we watch a new one, I'm like, who is this again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even characters that have been around, I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, who's that? <laughs> Unless it's mm-hmm. like Dominic and uh, Letty, I'm like, I remember you kind of got, I think you got kind of confused about the G- Jordana Brewster character. Because I, I believe I was, like, talking to you about her. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who? I'm like, this Dom's sister. She's like, you're like, who? Exactly. And I, I'm like, who is that? I I'm did, like, who, uh, who is... Um, I'll wait till we talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Because I'm not sure who this person is or if it matters. Charlize Theron? No. I know Scott she matters. Eastwood? But not very much. Scott Eastwood? No. Okay. But also, I don't know why he's in this movie. <laughs> he was in, like... Two like two movies ago or something. I don't know. Hey, look, you're not the only one. Some of the sometimes I get confused. I'm like, wait, wait, why are they back? How did they come back? Where were they introduced? What movie was that? Um, the guy who uh, played the guy who was after them in this movie, Jason Momoa. No, no, not that guy. The military guy. Oh, uh, Alan uh, uh, Richson. Rich Richson. I do not like. I do not. I'm not attracted to blonde men. He was like dirty blonde. No, but like, I thought he was actually pretty attractive. Oh, really? He's the guy who's in that, that Jack Reacher show I was watching. Oh, yeah? That's the same dude, yeah. Also, I think I told you I thought he'd play probably like a really good Duke Nukem. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. Uh, but I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, trying not to be off tro- off topic now. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting was good. Okay. I mean, as good as it could be for yeah, yeah, a it's, it's, movie. Yeah, it's not like astounding acting. It's not like... Speaking of which, hold on. Did you know... Okay, you, you didn't know, but I'm going to drop some news <laughs> on you. Okay. Vin Diesel is going to do an Oscar campaign for this movie. What? For him. And he said, I think it's time that I'm old an Oscar. <laughs> or like it needs to come with... It, it was some like some ego fucking trip. Is it because he cried in that one scene? I guess. That was this movie, right? Yeah. He, like, kind of cried. Like, you can tell they put, like, 
they put like what's it called uh what's that the no but like vicks vapor rub below his eyes something look that scene came up he was crying uh-huh. i'm like oh he's actually fucking crying mm. but it looks like he has something in his eye like his eyes are watering my <laughs> eyes started watering like like really? yeah but not out of like oh i'm gonna cry too but like um, that hurts my eyes. <laughs> his his his. Would you thought his eye being his eyes being irritated gave you irritation of your eye? Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. So the acting. Uh, anybody in particular that you're like, yes, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, fully fucking agree with you. Like uh, I was totally happily surprised. Like mm-hmm. anything I've seen him in, he's always playing some serious dude, and it like falls like, flat. Or like some like bro dogish or some shit. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And the character he plays in this movie, like I really feel like the trailer really doesn't give it away. I know, right? Like, and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, because like the trailer kind of the trailer showed Momoa like you know, Dom, I'm coming after you, mm-hmm. your family, blah, blah blah blah. First, first comes the suffering, then comes the the pain. You know, whatever Mission Impossible shit it said um but yeah he was like uh, like i i equate him to like the fast and furious universe's uh joker oh yeah like just like saying like the most like outlandish shit uh-huh. and like his personality was so like i don't say flamboyant but it was very i guess you say maybe vibrant like he like he was chewing up every single scene he was in yep. even if there was like no interaction with like the core cast like his like henchmen you're just like oh dude you're having too much fun you need to you need to stop this you need to stop this <laughs> and there was one scene in particular they actually didn't need i'm uh, not gonna give it away uh, but they really didn't need the scene at all but okay. it's i'm so fucking happy they did it anyway with with, with mom yeah okay yeah um it has to do with uh you know um being in the backyard with somebody Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Jason Momoa was a he, he. Yeah, he's a lot of fun in this movie. And that's the thing. I'm not like I'm not a huge Jason Momoa fan. Like I was like whatever on um, his portrayal of like Aquaman. I like the fact that like they they gave they didn't make Aquaman like just a white guy with blonde hair. They gave it like to Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, that's cool. Like whatever. And I seen him in other stuff. Oh, you know what? He's not bad in Dune. For like whatever little time he has in that movie, he's uh-huh. not bad in that movie. Um, but yeah, seeing him with this in this movie, I feel like I feel like because he wasn't like really told to like get ripped, that he was like, all right, I'm gonna spend time with my character, and I'm gonna see like how how I'm gonna approach this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I th- I thought he was like out of everybody, like him, like that's mm-hmm. like he's just, there's not even like a second place. It's just him. Top prize for that dude. Um, pretty much him, and then um, of course I like John Cena. I think he gets mm-hmm. better as time goes on. Now, you, when you say better, better as a serious actor or better as a comedic actor? Because I, I personally, I think he has like great comedic timing. Both. Oh, okay. I well, I mean, he wasn't very serious in this one at all. Yeah, he got to he got to just be John Cena. He had serious moments in. Um, that one show that I can't never remember the name of. What show? The DC show. The DC show. Uh, um, on HBO. Oh, you talking? <sighs> it's almost um, Doom Patrol. No, John Cena was not in Doom Patrol. You're saying like so? It's, so 
Okay, I'm sorry. I, I I must misheard you. I thought you said like John Cena in a DC show. Oh, Peacemaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you got to mix it with uh, Brendan Fraser. I don't know why. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're right. Because uh, that is something I would do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to get ahead of it before you do it. Um, no, when he was in Peacemaker, he had mm-hmm. moments where he was funny and other moments where he was like yeah, that's serious. True. serious. Yeah, that's so true. I think he's gotten better, but mm-hmm. his even his comedic timing, timing has gotten a lot better too. Yeah, yeah. So then like he could do nothing wrong in this movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so I mean this this movie is just a lot of action. Like every other scene there's like either a fight or an action scene. Um, what's your take on on this film's action? Um, or just say like direction as a whole. I will say that I did not feel how long this movie was at all. Yeah, this movie. Like, like I felt like I could watch another three hours of it before I got tired. Yeah, like this movie's like two hours and some change, mm-hmm. like maybe two hours and twenty minutes. And and I I had already saw this for a, a press screening. Um, I remember at the end of it, I was just like, oh, I can't wait for Kelsey to see this. And a small part of me was like, I don't know if I really want to rewatch it. Um, but leading up to me telling you to like, oh, you should, I'll, I'll watch it with you. I just started kind of getting hyped up again because uh. one, I wanted to see your reactions to it, you know, because uh. I, I like I like seeing your reactions as I show you something for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and while we we're watching it, I was like, no, this movie's fun. I could I can do another round with this movie. Did uh, did my reactions to the film? Did they like satisfy your your need to see how I would react? They could have been happier. They could have been more. You could have been doing. You could have done cartwheels. I honestly don't flips. remember how I was. Oh, I do. Especially that one scene with the kid. Uh, that's it. which which scene? Oh, the one I was like, no, no, you gotta watch this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Uh, um, okay, so Justin Lin famously like left. Like the um, like I think they were like maybe two weeks into production. Maybe not even that. Um, so Justin Lin, the director, he like he was he like left um, after oh because of creative differences, right? So then, uh, how do you Louis Leterre? Uh, Leterrier. Leterrier. Um, so, do you think? What did you think of like? Do you think maybe he added more to it, or do you think like it, it was? Because I I don't saying you know his style, but do you feel like there was maybe a hiccup? within like the direction i don't see a hiccup Mm -hmm. i know that they try to for how many directions this movie tries to go in Mm -hmm. um it definitely doesn't stumble like you know Mm -hmm. how like sometimes the film will have like too much going on or too much to say or whatever yeah maybe like too much dialogue or like dragging too many ideas that don't really go anywhere Yeah, yeah like this one is like I could see how all of these moving parts kind of go together. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not wondering why this person's this or whatever. Yeah, it, it all just kind of makes sense. Or if it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, it doesn't matter because it's Fast and Furious movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> I I feel like um, yeah, I feel like he did. It, it was funny because like I actually kind of got kind of worried because just because that's normally not a good sign if a director like leaves either like. A month or a week before production, let alone like after production has started. That's normally like a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was kind of like, oh shit, like how is this movie going to turn out? 
but I thought it turned out. I thought it turned out great. Um, so Justin Lin only got writing credit. Yeah, he got writing credit and he got uh, producing credit as well. Maybe either producing or EP credit. Um, I guess that's like Vin Diesel being like, "Oh, no hard feelings" or something. I think it like would that. be hard for this this movie in particular to fall because mm. you have so many creative people who are like, "No." Yeah, that's true. Like it's such a big movie. Like mm-hmm. there's absolutely no way. And I would imagine Vin Diesel has a lot of pull mm-hmm. um, because he because is family. Yeah, he has family exactly. Because <laughs> if you don't do what he says, he's gonna put you in the corner. <laughs> yeah, put you in the corner and then drive over you with his his charger, his dust charger. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, like I said, I think he has like a lot of pull. Not just like saying what goes and what doesn't, but on the creative side. Because, you know, he's been with this franchise, I want to say, for almost all the movies, except for, like, three. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to count, like, the cameo he has. Um, so, I feel like he's he kind of knows, like, all right, we have to, like, do this and do this, you know. And, like, it's within the context of the movie. Um, and, I don't know, maybe it was maybe the collaboration was a lot better. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe Leterrier Le or whatever. Maybe, maybe he was just like, all right, whatever you want, I'll do it. <laughs> Maybe, I I on I don't know. I'm glad that it worked out. Yeah, because I'm just super fucking glad that it worked out. Yeah. So okay. It's, uh, because we reviewed Fast Nine, mm-hmm. and I remember liking it, but kind of like it kind of wearing out on me. Like the more I thought about it, like I was like, all right, that's a little. I mean, it's it's gonna be crazy. Like there's to say. some like fun crazy stuff, but it was like okay, it knows what it is. It was fun, but mm-hmm. like. I'm tired of your shtick. I tell you the truth, I think what makes this movie really work is one, some of the some of the uh, the action scenes are a bit more creative. Like for example, like this is in the trailer, the part where like Dom goes down like a dam that's uh-huh. like, exploding. The I think Hud- that's like Hudson Dam. Was it the Hudson Dam? I think that was like super creative. Oh wait, I'm um, sorry, Hoover Dam. It's the Hoover Dam. Isn't that in Vegas? No. What's the dam in Vegas? There's no dam in Vegas. I mean, I'm sorry, Nevada. That's the one. The, the Hoover, Hoover Dam. Dam. Mm-hmm. The Hoover Dam. Um, <laughs> now we're both going to look it up. I know. Because we flunked out of elementary school. <laughs> we don't know where the Hoover Dam is. I don't even know if there is a Hudson Dam. <laughs> You're just making shit up. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Hoover Dam. Oh, that he drove down? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. The, the creative nature of this movie. Um, but I feel... Okay, so this is one thing I really think that like works for this movie. There are actually like stakes, like within the story. And they put the, them on the grill with seasons. Yeah, and serve <laughs> with the Coronas. Uh, no, there's actually like stakes. Like in the previous movie, it was like, all right, that's kind of like wild and crazy. Like I, I, like I can't remember. I can't even remember what was like the big threat in like F nine. All I remember is like they went to space to like shoot down a satellite or some shit like that. Right. This one. Like Jason Momoa's character, it's like coming after Dom and his fat, and it's like always like three steps ahead of him. Well, it's funny because you say that, and you're like, "Yeah, there are stakes," and I'm like, "Yeah, there are mm-hmm. for sure." But something happens near the end uh-huh. that should be like, "Oh shit!" And, yeah. I'm, and I'm like, "No, that's fine. That's totally fine." Is it like, is it the is it the uh, heel turn or like when somebody shows up? Uh, somebody talking about being in someone's shadow. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. 
I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, okay. What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kelsey's like giving a hand, like, we don't want to spoil it, but like, yeah. she gives me like a hand gesture, like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, that's the thing. Like, you know? I, like, there were so many stakes, and then mm-hmm. that happened, and I was like, no, <laughs> I don't believe that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the one I didn't believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, like, because I remember, I remember the first time I watched this, and it was getting to like the end. first of all, there's like, a, in a in a movie that has a ton of action scenes, there's like the third act, the third act action scene, which is like balls to the wall, like crazy, uh-huh. right? And I remember watching, thinking like, okay, they're gonna be ending it soon, because like, I'm I had a mental clock in my head. I'm like, all right, we're gonna be like, kind of coming to the end. Clearly, like we passed the midpoint. Here's the, the hero down at his lowest, and. There's a scene that happens with Dom and his son. I was like, that'd be balling as shit. Baller as shit if they just cut the black, right? <laughs> and that doesn't happen. But, like, by the time it, it got to that point, I honestly was like, I can't wait for part two. I was like, holy shit. Like, when's part two coming out? I will say that the ending of this film does not feel like the ending of a film. Oh, yeah. I've heard it that. It definitely feels like it's somewhere in the third act. Yeah, I, I've heard that critique before. Um, that this is not necessarily like a whole film because the way it ends is like such a big cliffhanger mm-hmm. that clearly is going to be, a, you know, part two, mm-hmm. which is like, well, we'll go a little bit more about that. Um, is it a part two or a part three? We'll go a little bit more into that. <laughs> um, it, it, it actually reminds me of Dune. It, <laughs> there's actually a connection. With, to me, there's a connection with this and Dune, right? Where other than Jason Momoa. Okay. And then the part in Dune where like, Timothy Chalamet like drove down a dam with a Dodge Charger. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, <laughs> is when Dune ended, you were just like, okay, I I just got a half of a movie. Yeah, you know here, you know, there's gonna be a Dune too, but you were you still felt kind of like, I wanted more, and it's kind of ended abruptly. Mm-hmm. You know, this one Fast X did the same thing, um, but I guess like you said, I was more excited to watch it because it was like so. It's like so crazy. It was mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's like it's like getting a spoonful of sugar mm. and being like, I want more. Like, give me another one. And you have to like wait for a year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad analogy. You're like spoonful of sugar. And I went, oh. Well, <laughs> cho- chocolate. What? A- heroin. Better? <laughs> yes. Heroin is much better. <laughs> <laughs> you cook that heroin for me. I need another I don't know. That's that's how I felt about it. Well, like, kind of like, uh, you know, this is the like this this is how they're in it. But at the same time, like, all right, I'm still anticipating it. Like, I really want to see. Yeah, like they're not gonna just end it, end it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where are we at? Okay, you just want to hop into the uh, spoiler section. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, we're gonna get into the spoiler section. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, Hot Wheels. I mean, Fast X. <laughs> In great detail. Um, so, yeah, if you don't want to be spoiled, here's your spoiler bumper right about now. All right. Let's talk about that John Cena scene. The one where he flips the car? The one where he flips the car and, quote unquote, dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scene where I was like, 
okay, that's high stakes. And uh, I, you know, like if you're not paying attention, you're mm-hmm. seriously going to think he's dead. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's Fast X. It's a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, they are not going to kill John Cena. Okay. Especially what, not after they barely connected in the last movie. I know. that's And that's the thing. That actually caught me off guard because, yeah, like, he was the villain in the last one. Now he's, you know, he got invited to the barbecue. It's part of the family and everything. They even, like... They even call him Uncle Jacob. Yeah, Uncle Jacob. Yeah, uh, little Brian calls him Uncle Jacob. Um, yeah, and that scene where he, like, sacrifices himself, I'm like... Well, one, I was like, oh, that sucks. But at the same time, I'm like... But he was barely in the movie, and he's like, barely like a good guy now. They, you know, they, they can't waste that potential already. <laughs> I bet you anything he's going to show up in like part three. He'll just be a head. <laughs> He'll yeah, stick him jump. on the front of the car like a hood, hood ornament. Yeah. He'll just be talking shit the whole time. He's going to get like a wrench in his mouth to like tighten a bolt or some shit like that. <laughs> um, okay, so. Uh, Okay, so his death happened, and you were already you had already kind of put in your mind like he's not dead. Yeah. Did that take away from any like emotional gut punch that they were trying to that the director or the writer was trying to achieve? Kind of, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think we were supposed to have that big of a gut punch anyway, really? right? Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of time, right, to mm-hmm. digest what just happened before you're still kind of like this kid is in danger. Like that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. I thought it was really poignant how John Cena's character was like, hey, you know, I got to do something that you're not going to like it, but it's basically, um, I'm going out on my own terms, right? Yeah, so, like, to me, out, that's like the... out of my brother's shadow. Yeah, and so, for me, that's kind of the gut punch, but then mm-hmm. when the explosion happened and mm-hmm. he, like, flipped the car, I was like, he's not dead. And you, <laughs> you know what? You know what? The physics of that doesn't make sense. The physics of anything no, 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 in this no. movie don't make sense. No, I know. I'm going to nitpick this one. <laughs> I'm going to nitpick this one. This one. Okay. Okay. All right. So his car has like the cannon, like the cannons on the side, right? And they fire forward, mm-hmm. right? Okay. All right. Never mind. You look like you're going to do the macarena. I know, right? No, never mind. I was going to say like, but wait, they went up. So why would like he be catapulted like upward if the cannon shoots up? Um, okay, maybe because of the blood. I, I, I'm overthinking this because I'm thinking like that his fuck it, forget it. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going back to before I acted like an idiot. Um, okay, his death. All mm-hmm. right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add some fuel to that fire. That's like when Han died in Tokyo Drift. People swore like up and down. He's dead. He is dead. As a matter of fact, they like really like hit the nail on the head or made it obvious that he was dead when they showed that like uh, Jason Statham's character, uh, whatever, Shaw, was like, oh, I'm the reason why he's dead. Uh-huh. And I blew up his car. But yeah. still he came back. Mm-hmm. And another character... Uh, Gail Godot's character is it Godot or Godot? It's Godot, right? I think it's Godot. Gail Godot's character like comes back like it's like the last thing that we see in the movie. She like so that's what I was gonna say. Uh-huh. That's what I was almost gonna give away. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck was she in the other movies? 
Fast Seven, I think? Um, like, I literally cannot remember her in this movie, like, in this movie at all. Any of the movies. I'm trying to remember which one she was in. Like, she just randomly shows up in this movie. I'm like, why is she here? <laughs> I'm trying to remember... Because... Maybe it was like Fast... I feel like it might have been Fast 6 or Fast 7. Um, let me see. I'm trying You're to trying see. trying to look through her filmography? No, no. I'm just looking about... Okay, okay. What happened to her? Da, 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 da. Okay, yeah. Fast 6. She was in Fast 6. And that was the one where the crew, the Fast and Furious... Like, Dominic's crew was going up against another crew that was like the the nega version of them like the opposite version of them the oh. bad guy version of them uh-huh. and they were like super spies or some shit like that what just remembering how how they've evolved oh yeah no like like they, they used to just be like criminals for real yeah they they used to they, they used to steal uh tv and dvd combos yeah. and now they're like fighting super spies and shit like that going in space you know so you're like yeah the evil version of them i'm like god damn it <laughs> why just because it's so stupid <laughs> yes yes that's why these films are so great but yeah her character dies at the end like there's that scene where they're on that runway for like 15 years and she falls um oh she had a connection with han i remember like there was their relationship and then she like fall she like falls out of the plane or something like that. Clearly like not clearly, but like she like supposedly died. And then she shows up at the end of this one. And even I was like, holy shit, they brought up Gail Godot or Godot. Um I <laughs> So her supposedly dead and not dying. Uh-huh. Then Han, supposedly dead, not dying. So John Cena is gonna show up in part three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can surmise that. The John yeah. Cena. Matter of fact, Speaking of other people showing up, what do you think about The Rock showing up? Like, that one caught me completely off guard. Um, honestly, I didn't mm. care. Oh, really? Mm. The only thing I cared about seeing him, it was like, oh, I guess him and Vin Diesel don't have beef anymore. They don't. Yeah. I think they've they've buried their... Honestly, I think... I think well, the reason why I think, like, I, the, the reason why it caught me off guard is because Vin Diesel was, like, trying to ask him to come back mm-hmm. for, like, Fast 10. And there was, like, nothing. And and The Rock even said, like, no, no, like, I'm done with those movies. I got my own thing with, like, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Which, which didn't make as much money as he had planned to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a while ago, though. Maybe, like, two years ago? Because I remember we, we reviewed that one. When did Hobbs and Shaw come out? I feel like it came out, like, four years ago. Um, I would have to guess two years ago. Because, you know, everything feels like it was four years I ago. I know, right? Um, 2019. Wow, that long ago? That's what I'm saying. Fuck. All right, anyway. Um, other than, like, the surprise cameos, uh, is there a particular action set piece that, like, you really enjoyed? Um... Nothing, nothing. No, they're they're all kind of to me. Mm-hmm. Probably you're gonna say something. I'll be like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But the things that are going through my mind are all pretty much the same. Okay. Um. Well, I, I, I do like the helicopter thing, but they show that in the trailer. The helicopter thing. Well, oh, the, where like where the helicopter, the two helicopters try to pull like Dom's car back. Mm-hmm. That actually was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, of course, it was ridiculous as shit. Because he was like, as Jason Momoa said, did you throw a helicopter at me? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I thought it's it's so funny because like at the beginning, there's like the beginning action set piece where like they're in uh, Rome mm-hmm. and they're trying to stop that bomb from like blowing up the Vatican. Mm-hmm. That whole thing. If if any other film, that would have been like the the climactic third act. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. when, and when I saw that, I actually clapped in the theater. I was like, yes, this is what I came here for. I like the fight between uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize Theron. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. Like, well, because my brain was like, oh, this is cool. First of all, uh-huh. uh. Charlize Theron is very much, um, her hair makes or breaks her looks. Yeah, she actually has, like, uh, hair that actually doesn't look ridiculous in this. I know. She looks, like, hot in this movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like, damn. Yeah. And then, like, she started fighting with Michelle Rodriguez, and I'm like, Okay, she. I mean, she has experience because of Atomic Blonde. Uh-huh. So, like, this is fine. I like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know I say I hate Atomic Blonde, and mm-hmm. I pretty much do, mm-hmm. but she worked hard oh, yeah, for that role. Yeah. Um, Michelle, Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez is looking good, too. I mean, even oh, yeah. though she doesn't swing for my side, I'm like, damn. <laughs> Which... We should probably talk about the, the mm. chemistry. Oh, between we were talking <laughs> between between uh, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. We were talking about mm-hmm. that because I'm like, it's probably on purpose that they pretty much don't share the screen almost at all in this film. Yeah, they like they're at the beginning of the movie. Maybe for like they share the screen maybe for like five or ten minutes, and like that's it. They are like on. Separate paths. Like, different continents and shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, did they even kiss at all? I'm like, I think <laughs> they, like, you know, kissed each other like on the peck, mouth. Like a, like, like a small peck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, like, he picked her up, and he, like, she had her legs around him. And, like, you know, it's kind of, like, funny, but not, it's not very, uh, what's the word? Believable. It yeah. didn't seem like, oh, that's so sweet, that's uh, so cute, whatever. It's like, okay, this is funny, but kind of cute, I guess. There was, um, I uh, there there was this there was that one line that she said um, where Dom had his head on her stomach, like you know, like oh, is it coming? Is it, like you know, pretty much the saying that she's pregnant with yeah, her own kid, yeah, or something like that, or like is you know, how's the baby doing, right? <laughs> And then she says, like, not yet, when there's time. And I know this that wasn't intentionally funny, but to me, I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not the only one who thought this. At the, press, at the press screening, people were laughing at that scene, too. Yeah. But I think she honestly knows that it's kind of ridiculous because mm-hmm. people know that she's gay. And, yeah. like, it, like, why keep the ruse going? But I think... Yeah. I think at first she was kind of like, I need to stop playing roles where I play a straight woman. Mm-hmm. But, or, or like, or even with like her sexuality is like important to the role. Right. Yeah. So the fact that she keeps coming back to this one mm-hmm. is like, she's like, I know it's ridiculous, but like, I don't care. This isn't even an issue for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, the, I there were a number of scenes that, like I said, were unintentionally unintentionally funny. Um, one that sticks out in my mind was the scene where they showed the wedding photo of Dom and Letty, and Vin Diesel still he's still wearing a wife beater. Oh yeah, <laughs> he couldn't put on like a collared shirt. Like no wife beater. <laughs> You know they did that shit on purpose. Tell you the truth, I think they really are like leading into like how ridiculous this movie is, mm-hmm. but still taking it serious. Like in in Fast and Fast Nine, they made it like meta, not super meta, but like there's that part where like Roman is like says something like, "Have you guys ever noticed that we keep like surviving all this crazy oh, shit?" Yeah, he thought that they were invincible invincible yeah yeah like there's that scene in fast nine where like um where you keep hiccuping <laughs> where uh where like they're being shot at like they're in like a like a hole like they're trapped and like the guards are like pulling out they have machine guns and they're like shooting at them but none of them get hurt yeah like, um but yeah i think i think with this one like they know it's ridiculous but they know they still have to tell like a serious story but yeah. like they're not shying away from it. they're not trying to make it like super meta they're just like they're like we know what you guys are coming here to see let's just try to add a story to it yeah uh oh so what was that scene that you were just for the spoiler section what was that scene that you thought shouldn't have worked but it did it with with jason momoa oh no it was i don't think it was that it shouldn't have worked but it did but mm-hmm. oh oh you were saying how um, he has fun all by himself when yeah. he's not even interacting with main characters. Yeah. Immediately, that made me think when he's talking to a couple of guys in the backyard painting uh-huh. their toenails and shit. Yeah. And he's just talking to them, and they're just dead people. Yeah, they're corpses and shit like that. <laughs> and he, <laughs> and he's like, you know, you know, someone will come come by to bury you shortly. Yeah. Bye. I know. You guys. He's like, you guys let that dry. Finish your mojito and somebody come by to bury you. <laughs> I think I think the funniest thing that uh Momoa did, um what's his character? I think his character is supposed to be androgynous. No, not androgynous. I forgot I think his character is actually supposed to be considered as like non-binary, if I remember correctly. Oh, I don't know. Um I but, do like his pigtails. Like his little buns. Yeah, those, those buns are, are funny. Yeah. Uh, but there's that one scene that got me laughing, and I noticed you were laughing too. It's when they were in like Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, and like Dante like introduces himself, and he's like Dante, enchanté. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, and then he was doing like this thing where he's like, "You don't look like you like ballet, but you look like you like ballet. Yeah. Uh, I like more like Swan Lake. You look yeah. like you probably like Nutcracker. <laughs> Nutcracker, exactly. <laughs> um, but then there was <laughs> there was a, a time that had passed. Mm-hmm. And he got out of his car and did like a pirouette, pirouette really fast. You're like, oh. why did he do that? Yeah, no, he wasn't. No, he was like coming down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, he was coming down the stairs to like reach to his car. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, here we go. <laughs> and he does like this, like, you a said, pirouette. Like, pirouette. Yeah, he does this pirouette. And it's like, it happens out of nowhere. There's no reason for it. He's not around anybody. And it's like, why did he do that? I honestly feel like, I honestly feel like when they were directing, when the director was like behind, when he, they were directing that scene, they were like, all right, Momo, you're going to come down here, you're going to get in your car, you're going to take off. You're going to say like, you know, here we go against car, boom, take off. I bet you anything that he did that, he, he uh, 
he improvised that whole thing, uh, and they laughed hard. They're like, we're keeping that in. Yeah. Let's just keep it in. <laughs> I kind of feel like a lot of this movie is probably kind of like riffs and like mm-hmm. um, like improv. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we've been talking about Momoa most of the time. Um, Did we? I don't think so. Well, Momoa, uh, Diesel, and Michelle Rodriguez. Um we haven't talked about the other characters, like Han or Roman or... Uh, I don't think most of them mattered, if I'm going to be Could honest. You mm-hmm. Could you try again? <laughs> my, my watch... Siri heard me say something. <laughs> but she didn't get it. Yeah, she didn't get it. Try again. <laughs> um, They didn't really play a big part in this film, I don't think. Like, Not really. Like, it... They were very side charactery. Yeah, it was very like plot C. You know, there's plot A, B, and C. They, that was very plot C. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where like the only thing I really remember much about like what happened in the movie. Well, there's three things. There's three key things. One is like when um they bump into Jason Jason Statham's character. And that um, guy just runs out of the the punching bag. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In his underwear. Yeah. There's that scene, uh, the scene where uh, Ludacris' char- character and, and Tyrese Gibbs' character have, like, they, they have, like, a hug out. You know, they're like, hey, like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, you're, like, a leader, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, oh, the scene with Pete Davidson? No, no, no. It was the scene when they were on the airplane. No, no, no. I'm saying that's another one. And that's another one. But that one was, like, why did you guys have that scene? Like, there was almost no reason for that mm-hmm. scene to happen. And then, like... Han eats like lace muffins. Oh yeah, starts tripping and is like, and then that's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, right. And then like, Ro- <laughs> Tyrese Gibson's character and Ludacris' character get into a fight, and like, Gibson's character like has pocket sand, like ah, like throws sand and shit. Yeah. No reason for any of that to happen. Nope. Also. I really did get tired of uh, Tyrese's character. You just don't like him, huh? He's a fucking bitch. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's say he died in this movie instead of John Cena. Mm-hmm. Would you have cared? No. No. I, I feel like you would have been like, good. It would have been, because I'd be like, you know who could take his place? Huh. Somebody else. Yeah, Bow Wow can take his place. Probably. I know that, um, I feel like, um, Ludacris was meant to be more like Tyrese's character, mm-hmm. but he got a little bit more serious in his role. I always think, I always and think, he does kind uh, of play the heel a little bit. Like he is kind of like who, Luda? a little bit. Yeah. He's not very serious, but he also can be serious. So yeah. I feel like he does play that a little bit, but Tyrese is just like how I view like chris rock or like oh, kevin like, hart just like being loud loud right? and stupid i get you i get you i always think it's funny how the how the i guess you can say the arc or the evolution of luna's character from part two uh-huh. who was really just like a car guy who's like all right like everybody get ready and go and now he's like a tech wizard <laughs> like all right sure why not and they got that girl rolling with them now and even though he was a tech wizard now she's a tech wizard uh yeah ramsey uh natalie Emanuel. Mm-hmm. uh or is it natalia i think it's natalia i think it might be natalie or nathalie nathalie emmanuel honestly 
I forgot how she got in the team until she said, like, oh, I created the God's Eye with, and it was intended to use this. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why she's in this movie. That's from the Charlie Stern's other movie, right? Yeah, like Fast A. I think it was Fast Eight. Yeah, I think it was Fast Eight. Yeah. They're not all called Fast whatever number. I don't, honestly. It's, I think, it, I actually I think it's called Fast Eight. Uh. Oh, no. Fast Eight is the Fast and Furious. Yeah. Fast, the Fast. Oh, sorry. The no, Fast it, and the Furious? No, it's the Fate of the Furious. Oh, yeah. That sounds bad. Fate because of the eight. Yeah. So, let me see. Fast. Fast Furious. Four? I think that one's just called Fast. Fast and Furious. Um, yeah, it's called Fast and Furious. And so, part one. <laughs> we're going through all the titles. Because <laughs> they're so fucking we confusing. We should. <laughs> I'm wondering when they're going to start making up their own words. <laughs> it could be words like, rah, four. How would Lily James say, uh, Oi, Lily James! And I am the maker of these Fast and Furious titles, like, Fast, four. Uh, all right, a couple of things I want to ask you about. All right. So, um, Ames, played by Alan uh, Richson, uh, his role was supposed to go to Keanu Reeves. Originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so according to longtime fast writer Chris Morgan and legendary uh, the legendary John Wick star, had previously been in talks to join the saga in Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, playing the villain and behind the voice in charge of the uh, Edon organization. I take it you don't remember that. Nope. Okay, I, I do, but it's like very fuzzy. And now Fast X star Alan uh, Richson reveals that Reeves was also in talks to play the villain in the latest installment. Um, so Richardson did, you know, he did, Richardson did bring it up. Uh, yeah, so what, what did you... He he said like how he got the call like at the last second and stuff like that. Um, so what do you think What do you think uh, as Keanu Reeves would have joined the cast as the villain? I think he would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, not the villain, but... Well, as a villain, but not like the main villain. He would have been fine. He would have been fine? I honestly don't think you really need a lot for that role. Uh-huh. He's not very suave, though. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. So I felt like he would have John wicked it up, probably a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, so this was supposed to be part one of a part two movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So now it's a part three. It's a part three. Or it's a three parter. I'm oh, sorry. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be a three parter now. I thought this was the second part of a three part movie. <laughs> no, this is the first. This is the first part. Originally, first part of a two parter movie. Now it's. The first part of a three-part movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this yes. is like this is like when you mm-hmm. know it's bedtime. And it's like mm-hmm. ten o'clock, uh-huh. and your parents tell you you could, you could stay up for another hour. Oh yeah. That's what this is like. Uh, okay, so what Vin, Vin Diesel had made a comment about this. He goes, "As filmmakers, you want to allow people to enjoy the film without tipping the hat too much." Um, during the interview, he began smirking. He says, uh, I can say this going into making this movie. The studio had asked if this could be a, a two-parter. And after after the studio saw part one, 
they said, can you make Fast X the final trilogy? Um, so yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, she like chimed in. She said it's a three act. It's it's three acts in a, in any story. Um, and then Diesel did say he's like you you probably are getting a trilogy. Um, so I'm a I'm I'm of two minds of this. I'm excited because just like how the first one went, but I'm kind of worried because um, this was this was originally supposed to be part two, which means at the end of the end of the second one, it would have been like the end. Like they had like a story, a through line. Like this is how we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, doing a part three, they're kind of stretching it now. Probably. I don't really care. Oh, you just want that third one? You're like, fuck it. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. at most, it's just not going to be as enjoyable as the other two. But I'm still going to love it. That's true. That's true. It's not going to be like the Rise of Skywalker. movie so much <laughs> i can't even attempt to rewatch it without you can't even f- hear it hear the name of it yeah. without having a reaction god i hate that movie so fucking much anyway <clears throat> so what's your final say on this movie you think people should check it out yes and i've been telling people at work to go watch it no really yes i um i tell my brother to check it out and he had to go through like he said he like he watched Fast Eight. He didn't go through Fast Nine, and he started watching it. Um, and he texted me. He's already like complaining about it and shit. Yeah. His his thing is that he doesn't really like the Fast movies because they step so far away from like the car culture, uh-huh. which you know it's understandable. You got one, two, and three, which is like cars, uh, car culture, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, right? but how many car culture movies can you do? Exactly, <laughs> especially like in a in a single franchise. Yeah. You know, so I'm not. I'm really not bothered that like they've kind of gone like bonkers with the shit. Plus, you still get to see cool cars. That's true. That's true. But my brother, he tends to complain about a lot of. He, he's <clears> a stuff. complainer. He complains. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's not valid, but I'm just like, eh, you gotta, you gotta t- kind of turn your brain off on this one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, definitely check it out. It's it's trash cinema. It's dumb, but like, it's very endearing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's gonna be our show. For- no, I'm joking. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're proud of yourself for that one. I know, right? <laughs> Woo! High five, Mark. Ow! I almost hit the pin. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what do we got next? Next, we're gonna do our variety time. <laughs> are going to talk about 2000's Gone in 60 Seconds. It's in the review of your mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We watched this movie. Yeah, we we did it because because we're doing, because we're reviewing Gone in 60 Seconds, the 74 version, and we're like, "Eh, let's go in there and watch the remake and see how it is. (laughs) Let's see how it is. Yeah. It was fun, actually. You think what? It was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Because, yes, it was a bad... It's a bad movie. Uh It's not like The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Fun and bad. Okay. Like, that's... It knows what it is and it's bad. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's good bad. This one knows that it wants to be serious. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not that. 
Yeah. And everything is stupid. <laughs> Nothing makes any sense. And uh, Nicholas Cage is uh, just like crazy for no reason. Uh huh. He's he's caging it, caging it up. Yeah. Uh. So I actually uh, liked it because it was like stupid. Like, did, did you watch this when it first came out? I did. Mm-hmm. Um. And I remember, I think I did like it mm-hmm. when it came out. But like then again, all the stuff out at that time was like that. Like it feels very. Mm-hmm. Of its time. Yeah, it feels like how everything felt at that time. Uh, yeah, around the music and yeah style, like clothing and Yeah, I remember watching this I think I went to the theaters to go see it. Mm-hmm. And I think I did like it. Um I might have like revisited a couple times when it was like on TNT or something like that. Um But rewatching it now, it's almost to me it's almost like cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Especially like some of the musical choices mm-hmm. is just like, damn, that is very, very early aughts. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not complaining about Nicolas Cage. I mean, he's a Nicolas Cage. I'm gonna love anything he's in. Yeah. Um, but one thing it never sold. I never was sold on this, and I'm still not. Is Christopher Christopher Eccleston mm-hmm. as the bad guy? Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, dude, I can't take you serious. And not the fact that he plays like he was. He's like the ninth Doctor. But just the way how he's like talking and he's like enunciating, enunciating mm-hmm. his shit, and like the way his mouth moves and stuff, I'm like, fuck, dude. I, I th- honestly, I was like, I didn't know he was good looking at any point in his life. Oh, you thought he was good looking in this movie? Yeah, not like super hot, but uh, like, like above average. Yeah, like a bit like handsome. he's pretty cute. Yeah, I think he looked like a fucking dork. <laughs> That says a lot. I think I like dorks. Dorks who like wood carving and shit. Whatever, whatever. Like, yeah. What, what was with you know that? What? I would have been like, you love making furniture. I feel like this criminal lifestyle is not for you. Just make your fucking furniture and be happy, dude. Like, Let's get this. Get a little shop, custom furniture, and everything like that. Yeah, or like you know, do like a combo, right? Like. If he would just be friends with the guy who owns the restoration shop, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, and then he could have his, like, furniture in there, and they could go in and get, like, their cars fixed, and they could walk out with a table. Like. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing that always, that always, that always perplexed me was, like, he, like, loves woodwork, but it's, like. Why is that even important? Because other, other than like Nicholas Cage, like kind of using it against him, he loves woodwork because the bad guys come out of the woodwork. Oh fuck! I just set that one up too. I'm so sorry, folks. <laughs> uh, I'm proud of myself for that one. Yeah, you should be. You're the only one proud of that. <laughs> okay, so this movie is. Kind of about car culture, and I, I want to say kind of, but I want to get your opinion on that. It's not very good about car culture. It's mm-hmm. very much like, like okay, so Hot Wheels had their shit. Okay, this is like the off-brand Hot Wheels. What <laughs> 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 lukewarm <laughs> rubber? <laughs> 
No, it's uh, temperate tires. Temperate tires. <laughs> temperate temperate tires leading the way. That does have a nice ring to it. Ring to it. Anyways, uh, so go on. All it is is more about like crazy people. Maybe like sexual tension here or there. Yeah, and how like cool like, the cars look. Drugs, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, adrenaline. Yeah. But there's nothing like, hey, that's a cool car. Like, no, let's go boost the old fucking trailblazer. Yeah, <laughs> and some of the cars they chose were like, what? Yeah, like they, yeah, like like you said, they they jacked trailblazer. Um, a Porsche, I believe, a, or how do you say a Porsche? Porsche. Porsche. Um, yeah, it's very like, and we'll go further into into this with Gone and the seventy four version. But yeah, this one's very like, this car looks cool. Let's how let's try to make some cool camera angles to like make this car look cooler than it already is. They also don't do that enough, right? Um, like this one. Yeah, they mm-hmm. don't do that enough. Yeah, because. It's much less about cars and much more about the people in the fucking movie that you don't give two shits about. And how cool they look and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and the the directing is one thing that really annoys the fuck out of me because uh, let me see who the director is. I don't have a. uh, Oh, Dominic Sien. Sina. Sorry. Dominic Sina. Um, He does like a lot of like cutaways. Or like chop, it's like a lot of choppy editing and stuff like, like that. The, like when John, uh, John Cena, when um, <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, John Cage, <laughs> Nicholas Cena, when he's uh, go like flying through the air in his fucking in Eleanor on the bridge, it's like cut, 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 yeah, cut, like cut. when he's like shifting the gears and like pumping the gas and yeah, but even like when that. he's flying over, it's like underside, front, like uh-huh. back. Other underside angle, like it was just like ah. lots of angles, you know all what? the angles. You know what? I want to bring. I'm glad you brought that up because that scene where the car like flies over the the wreck area, um, which I get it. It's 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 it is an homage to the big car jump in the '74 version. Uh-huh. That scene looks so fucking cheap in this movie. It looks so fucking. You could cheap. tell that they edited it because the car. Uh. is like it flies and then it just seems like it should be dropping already but it's not it's just going so like it looks bad yeah like they could at least like and i'm saying they should have they should have had like the exact same car um maybe like a replica that would have worked but like they could at least like film the car the car actually flying Mm -hmm. like with the ramp to kind of give it like that like weight behind it but this one, you can tell, like, like you said, they, the cars kept going. Mm. But it's like they just had, they just sh- recorded the car driving, and it was like superimposed it. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, that's you know. how it looked. <laughs> also, there was no continuity with Angelina Jolie's hair. Yeah, she had like dreads in one in one scene, and the next day she didn't have. You can tell she like loosened up her dreads, uh-huh. but it was like. I feel like I feel like while they're doing that scene, they're like, we probably should get rid of those dreads. They look ridiculous. Yeah, but then they showed up again later on. <laughs> oh, that's right, they did. Yeah, that makes no fucking Anyways, sense. Anyways, uh huh. They didn't look like real dreads though. They didn't even look like white girl dreads. They just looked like half-ass dreads. Mm-hmm. Can they really be called dreads? 
the half-assed ones, no, because the next, because I'm actually looking at the picture right now, because like the next day she has her hair that's like a bit more looser and everything. Like if um, she put a what's it called? Uh, not a hot comb, but what's it called? The iron, you know, the a curl. Iron? No, a curler, right? It's called curling a curling iron. Yeah, curling iron. You can tell it like in the in the picture I'm looking at, she had like a curling iron a little bit, and then like like kinda, a little tiny one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, and in when we first see her character like at a bar, mm-hmm. you know, she looks like she hasn't eaten in days. She looks like she hasn't eaten in like six months. Yeah, um, she has those dreads, and they look they look very fake. Yeah, and it was just like, why did they make that choice? Well, you know what? I take that back. I know why. <laughs> You're like, I should not be asking because I know the answer. It's the odds. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Cultural appropriation was in. I mean, it still is. No, but it was really in at that time. <laughs> like, it was really in. Uh, now it's like people do it and they know better. But back then, nobody knew any better. <laughs> no, no. They do it now. They know better. But they still do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, But I'm just saying, even when mm. her hair was in dreads, it didn't look like put together dreads yeah, no i get you just look like frazzled white hair dreads ew yeah uh another thing that i always had an issue with with this movie was near the end where uh nicholas cage say his character saved delroy lindo's character's life like you know <laughs> <laughs> i remember and like delroy lindo was like all right i owe you one go ahead get out of here I'll clean this up. And Go before like, I change my mind. Yeah, and it's like, but everybody knows he stole a bunch of cars. Like, <laughs> how are you gonna clean it up? I know how are you gonna clean it. Like he, like he, like destroyed half a Long Beach. Like also, like if you wouldn't have chased him. Uh-huh. None of this would have happened. Just let him have the car. Just go ahead. Like, you already know. Why don't you just wait for him? Don't just chase him through the fucking city. Yeah, because um, if I remember correctly, they he already knew where the cars were going to end up. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, just like go there and wait. Like, that's yeah. it, you know? Um, But we, then we get, then again, we wouldn't have like that action sequence, which. I actually do like mm-hmm. the end where, like, they're chasing Nicolas Cage through the city. Like, there are times where the director is like, all right, we're going to keep the camera, like, still and, like, shoot, like, see everything, right? Uh-huh. It's like the it's like the continuous cutaways and edits. It's just, like, so dizzying for me. Yeah. I really, it's hard to remember the movie because you mm-hmm. can't really think about actual scenes that happened or uh-huh. shots or whatever because it just... Change, 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 change. So it's just like a series of like cool angle, bad angle, dark angle, like uh-huh. reaction shot, reaction shot, reaction shot. <laughs> Speaking of uh, like. Would you prefer the quick cuts and the, the bad reaction shots from Gone 60 Seconds? Uh-huh. Or would you prefer the slow uh, head nodding ones of Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> oh my god. Probably probably the the cutaways and the bad shot and the bad shots and the react I'm sorry. The cutaways and the reaction shots. Uh here's why I've gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, I yeah, I've gone six, 60 seconds. I would prefer that because what's the what's the show that you watch? The Curse of Oak Island? Yeah. Those head nodding shots <laughs> Are just 
fucking infuriated. Like, what are you, you showing us again? You have a hard time with that, but it is actually human nature to nod your head when you're actually listening. I get it. I get it. But why do we have to fucking see it every like? Do you want it to be an audio drama? I, I just I just want to see the conversation. I just want to see the conversation between two people. I don't need a... Well, then you're just going to have the camera on two people and that's it. Like, that's boring. That's how interviews are done. Not TV. That's how... Oh, my God. That's how interviews are done. No one wants to watch an interview. They want to watch things being uncovered. No, no, no. I'm not arguing with that. What I'm arguing with is the unnecessary head nod. Head nod. <laughs> Most of people don't agree with you. Okay, well, check this out. All right, all right. I would take the head nod if it was like a if it was a two for two shot, or it's like the one person and the other person. So one not. No, 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 like, no, like a two for two shot is that like you get both the people in the shot. Oh, okay. I would. I would. Then you can do the head nod. Like okay, all right. Like all right. um, like that one dinner with Andre. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect example. Perfect example. Right. I would take that. Instead of like, cut, head nod, cut, head nod. Someone say something, cut, head nod, cut, head nod. Someone talking, someone talking, cut, head nod. Because <laughs> that's what we're getting in that fucking but show. you hate it, and I also hate it, because, but I think it's funny. So I watch the show because I think it's funny. Because you think it's funny? Yes. You think it's funny. I think it's yes. <laughs> like the narrator the one time i know we're off topic i know we're off topic uh but the narrator goes he was saying something about like the people that came to oak island and uh, then he's like who what where uh, when why and how <laughs> like, did you seriously have to say all that i know we get all dramatic and shit when i hear him come uh, on i'm like I know you're getting paid for this, but do you ever look at your fucking script and go, <sighs> Maybe he's getting paid, uh, paid per word. Maybe he's getting royalties because they keep repeating the same shit yeah, over and over yeah, again. probably. Um, anyway, so back to God in 60 seconds. <laughs> um, My brain has gone in 60 seconds after watching that sometimes. Uh, another thing, was that your foot that I had? No. Oh. Maybe. Oh, I hit patches, that's why. Oh, that's why he looks, um, um, like scared. Offended. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, oh, so, this is me getting on my, on my, my, uh, what's it called? My sandbox? Apple soap box? Soapbox. Soapbox. This is me getting on my soapbox right now. One of the characters that I fucking hate, and it was a very, like, shucking and jiving character, was the guy who played, uh, Mirror Man, TJ, TJ Cross. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. like, like. He's, that was an aughts thing too. It was a very odd thing, but I'm like, it, that's the thing. This, like, other than like certain other things that make this movie look dated as fuck, that was irritating the shit out of me. Like, uh, like, it, ugh. Like back then, you were either gonna kill every person on this planet, black uh-huh. person, or you're friendly to white people because you're an idiot, black person. Yeah. And and they and they had they just had to have that moment between uh, Meryl Man and Donnie, uh, played by uh, Chai McBride. It's like, yeah, we had a black moment. Boom, fist pump. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> um, I don't like this movie. <laughs> I don't. 
<sighs> Look, I uh, thought it was funny. It was uh, a good time to watch it this time because it's so bad. Uh-huh. I don't want to see it again for another 20 years. Are you sure? Yeah. No, because it's do, been that long. We should do another one. We should, because you know what? Because hold on. <laughs> Sit here and think, like, how old am I? Hold on, hold on. So they got a Gone in 60 Seconds, 1974. Here's Gone in 60 Seconds, 2000. There's going to be another remake of Gone in 60 Seconds. That's a remake of the 2000 version. <laughs> this is going to be a re-remake. to do our geriatric cinematic of H.B. Halicki. Gone in 60 seconds. This is Mandrian Pace, number one car thief in America. He'll steal anything, anytime, as long as it's insured. I read my horoscope this morning. His front, insurance investigation. His business, stealing cars. And now he's got to fill the biggest contract yet. They deliver over 40 cars to docks by Saturday. That's a sad story. Should have listened. You can lock your car, but if he wants it, it's gone in 60 seconds. This film came out in 1974, and the synopsis is when a South American drug lord pays pay, pays pace, the a salsa company. That's the name. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> pace, pace, pecani sauce. <laughs> when a South American drug lord pays Pace to steal 48 cars for him, all but one is in the bag. Thereby, the police precipitate in a desperate car chase against Pace and his Elnor across Southern California. Directed and written by H.B. Halicki. Stars H.B. Halicki <laughs> as Mandrian Pace, the lead thief. Uh, Miriam Busia, Jerry Dagirda. That's it. <laughs> I like how you, <laughs> I like how you read my description of each character of the one thief. of the the lead thief. <laughs> and I didn't read it for anybody. Else. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I do what I do. Okay. <laughs> I know that's that's why you're so lovable. I love when you do that. Or loathable. Loathe, oh, I loathable you. No, loathe. You loathe me. I do loathe you, but also loathable. <laughs> uh, so yeah, nineteen seventy four is gone in sixty seconds. Um, you know, I only watched this movie maybe like five or six years ago. It might have been longer than that because I feel like I watched it watched it with. Um, when DV- when I used to rent DVDs from Netflix, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this just seems like a classic car movie. Uh, obviously, they remade it to a 2000, 2000 film. Mm-hmm. Um, so people who love car movies love this one. Uh, but as per usual, no one gives a shit about what Mark says at all. No. The most important thing is, uh, what does Kelsey think about this? I like this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't love it, love it, but it's no. a good movie. Uh, you were like audibly, audibly, I don't want to say stress, but like there are certain parts where like cars got messed up. I'm like, like oh my car. God, are, are you kidding? No, because the thing is, uh, when you're watching a movie from that time, mm-hmm. 
Nobody puts any value on the cards of the current time. Oh, yeah, because there's, like, there's so, so many like, of there's them. There's so many of them. And now that we're, like, 50 years later, yeah, we're like, no, like, you're yeah. fucking destroying all these classic cars. Like, ugh. That's my, my grandpa's fault. Because <laughs> you love classic cars? Yes. Um... Yeah, I'm not much of a car person. I was like, I honestly, I, I do like it. I do like it when someone fixes up a car. Like, mm-hmm. just, I like, I don't know jack shit about cars other than like, maybe like, look underneath the hood and be like, yeah, that's broken. <laughs> <laughs> or like changing oil, my oil or my tire and stuff like that. I wonder what um, it's, it would be like mm-hmm. to go to a car show with you. I can appreciate a good car, like to the L.A. Auto Show. I've been there before. Yeah, but not with me. I want to yeah, see. That's like, where it matters. Yeah. I want to see uh-huh. you with cars. I, I that's the thing. I can appreciate a car that's like souped up or like specially made and stuff like that. Like I used to, I used to love watching Top Gear. Uh-huh. Um, this hearing people talk about cars or even like the specifically specifically how the show was shot. It like it was like shot like in a cinematic uh, lens or with a cinematic lens. Um, but I can, especially like in this movie, I can really appreciate like the car culture in this movie. But one of the things I love about this movie is like the car chases, mm-hmm. especially like the last car chase, which is like 42 minutes long or something like that. Yeah. That shit is fucking badass. I, what I appreciate is uh-huh. how, um, what's the word? Confident mm-hmm. the main guy is, the main thief. Oh, yeah. Like he is just so. Like, he steals a car, and mm-hmm. he brings it back just to make the guy look like he's going fucking crazy, and yeah, he's just yeah. a drunk. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know what's one thing that actually really annoys me, what people do at car shows? Mm. When they take a picture with the car. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Like I also don't like taking pictures of cars, uh-huh. because I'm like, it's... I like I like cars, but it's a car. <laughs> like <laughs> I like... That's the thing. I like taking pictures of cars, but that, like... Depending on, like, the angle and how I can, like, do it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like that. But I never just take a picture in car of a car and be like, boom, car. No, that's what I'm saying. Lots of people do that. Yeah. Just, boom, car. Or they take a picture with, like... And look at this car. And I'm like, I could just go on the internet and <laughs> look at something that was shot better than yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And know what's underneath the hood and, yeah. like, all that stuff. Um, all right. So, this movie, 1974... Um, Clearly, it once it's you know like the two thousand gone sixty seconds. It's of its time, mm-hmm. especially how it's shot and the way it looks and stuff like that. But I appreciate this movie a lot more because um, the director H. B. Hulicky. Um, <laughs> I liked. I did. I honestly do like his style of directing because it, it is of that like exploitation type thing, mm-hmm. where it's like old, like not old school. It's independent or it's like grimy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's like little to no story mm. in this movie like yeah. at all which i'm okay with because uh, it really is about the cars <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah um uh, even the performance phenomenal phenomenal all the way around yeah being sarcastic <laughs> i know the thing that i i knew early on what i liked is that they were actually working on cars or like mm-hmm. they were in a garage and they were like hiding things and um like they knew about car- like you could know th- they just knew about cars they weren't just like i'm gonna steal that i'm gonna steal that i'm gonna steal that like yeah i'm gonna steal it because it looks cool it's like no you're selling it because of like what's underneath it but yeah. also like 
their shtick was a little different too. They mm. were like, no, I'm going to take the VIN numbers and like the part numbers from this car and put it yeah. on the other car and sell that one. Like, yeah. Or give it back or whatever. Yeah. And they will make money off of it. But the other Gone in 60 Seconds is all about stealing cars. Like, yeah, and looking cool while doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing. I That's one of the things I appreciate this movie um or one of the things i appreciate about this movie was that like the cars that they were stealing like other than the fact that like where other than the fact that like pays is like giving us money to like steal these cars a certain amount of time but the way how they go about it like actually planning it out mm-hmm. like instead of like oh we're just gonna steal this car because it's here they're like no no we can steal the car but it has to be insured because we don't want the people who lose the car to get fucked over. Right. So it's like, even though they're thieves, they're at least like thieves with a golden heart. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that really, like I said, lack of a story, it really worked for this movie. Right. I mean, because um, even in the other one, like the 2000s one, mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage, like, it's funny, they want to write him in two different ways, so it never mm-hmm. sticks. Like, yeah. He's like the older brother. He's trying to like get close to him, mm-hmm. but also he's full of himself and he's kind of a criminal. Like he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, but this one is kind <laughs> of like no, they're doing it for a reason. Like, yeah. Uh, the the pace. Um, it's funny how you say like Nicholas Cage. He's like kind of a dick. Where in pace, he's like a dick. He's like he an is, dick. but like different. He's like a. This is gonna sound wrong. He's a confident dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely doesn't need to go to bentcarrot.com. Oh my god, I remember that was a real website. Holy shit! It still is a real website. It's still there. They were. They play. I see the commercial every once in a while. Cameron's old enough to know what that means. And every time it comes on, she's cracking up. It does it does it come on? Uh, does the commercial come on like between your viewing of Legends of Oak Island? You mean the Curse of Oak Island? Whatever the fuck it's called. Probably. I think so. Do they do like head nodding like yes, crooked dick? Hmm. <laughs> like crooked dick? No, bent carrot. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, you gotta use the euphemism. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> the bent dick. And the crooked carrot. Bent carrot. The bent carrot. Bent carrot. Bent carrot. Alright. <laughs> um Alright. So despite like the lack of plot. What do you think about at least how like the car chase scenes, like how they're shot? I like the car. I like like you're like, oh, there's no plot, like don't, no, don't not, undersell the movie. No, okay? I'm sorry, sorry. I'm not saying like there's no plot. I'm like saying there's like a little, there's like, like there's like two, there's really, there's not a whole lot of plot. It's he gets his money. That's all right. Not a whole lot of plot. Yeah. He get like, pays, gets the money. He has to steal 48 cars. Uh-huh. Instead of like, what was it? I think. 50. The, yeah. He has still 48, a reasonable number, you know. Yeah. Less than 50. Yeah. <laughs> He has still 48 cars and, uh, uh, by a certain time, and he has to, like, outthink the law and stuff like that, right? Which is, like, kind of, like, basic, right? I know there's, like, a wedding that happens, but, like, I'm kind of like, why? Um, and then there's that plot where about, like, they get the cocaine and stuff, like, or the heroin. I think they, they actually it was heroin. Do. 
Yeah, they get the heroin, and that like that's only there to like set up like the heel turn by uh, Eugene Chase. Yeah, um, which is actually. It, it doesn't really bother me a whole lot like that i was just like yeah that that makes sense like you gotta have like you gotta have like a midpoint mm-hmm. in the movie and that's like the midpoint of the movie right um but i think it like and that's the, i'm not trying to undersell it but like i mean come on we gotta be real there's we are a, real there's it's, not a whole it's about cars <laughs> cars yeah. have no plot yeah <laughs> they're just cars yeah and that's not to like dismiss the movie i Myself, I love the movie. Yeah. Like, I love a good car chase movie like um, Vanishing Point or uh, uh, what's it called? Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. Like, those are great like car movies. Wasn't Drive one of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, The Driver. Oh, The yeah, Driver. The Driver's a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's The Junk Man, but I haven't seen that one. That's by the same director of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the in my opinion, like, the car chases, like, they're great. Yeah, they, I like them, too. Like I feel like some people, some people who don't appreciate car movies, would like look at it as like, oh, this is tedious. Especially like, because they don't do like crazy cutaways or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haliki like says, "All right, we're just gonna shoot the car scene," which I love because you get uh, to see how the car. Yeah, like this, this will kind of let you in on how much I actually love cars. Uh-huh. It shows you how the car handles when it's turning, oh, when yeah. it's trying to gain speed and maybe not getting its traction right away. Yeah. Like, the sounds of the engines, because you don't really get that sound these days. Or if you do, it's more manufactured. It's not from the engine itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, you get to see, actually, how the cars are behaving or handling or fishtailing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I really appreciate this movie, it's like, you know, kind of like put your mind back to, like, 1970s filmmaking. Where, like, now you can, like, have a small camera... Um, like case in point is like uh, what's his name? Uh, not Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, I can't remember the director. Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay. Okay, Michael Bay. Great example. Michael Bay and ambulance. Right. He's he uses um, what are those type of helicopters? The little toy drone. Drone. Yeah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I felt like we we're playing charades. I know, right? <laughs> so, like in that movie, he uses drones to like get shots, right? But it's like it's very. It's very out of place because it's it's you can tell it's shot in a way of like just to look cool, mm. right? Look at look what I can do with like this camera, right? Um, I know those are like two different movies, right? But just the way how what I'm getting at is like the way how things are shot now as opposed to how they were shot back then, mm-hmm. and how they had to be super creative to like do a certain shot. Like cameras back then weighed a lot. Right, unless mm-hmm. you got like an eight millimeter, but that's not cinematic enough. Right. Um. So you got to shoot with like a thirty-five millimeter, and those cameras are fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. So there are plenty of times where like they have the car, or they have the camera mounted on the hood of the car, so you, the camera shakes, you feel the vibration of the car, and it made me like really appreciate this movie, just the fact how they're shooting it like that. I wonder if ever anyone's ever thought to like attach a camera to like a bunch of helium balloons. Like, enough to make it light enough to, like, pick up a little bit. Uh-huh. Then you could use a drone to drive it around. Like, now? Yeah. Why would you do that now, though? Well, I could do it, like, a long time ago, too, if they were smart <laughs> enough. I'd have tried it. Oh, you'd have tried it? <laughs> Camera mm-hmm. just breaks and that's it? <laughs> like, oh, well, we tried helium. That, well, that's our budget. <laughs> wouldn't be my camera. Oh, okay. It'd be the studio's camera? Yeah. Then they fire your ass. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't lose the money. That's true. 
Uh, oh my god, I forgot. What'd you forget? I'll, I'll tell you after the show. I was gonna tell you my. I was gonna tell you the underlying message I thought of Fast X. Okay. Uh, it's it's we're like way past that point. Um. So and 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 obviously like one of the things that this car this car this uh, movie is known for is like the real accidents. Like you mm-hmm. can't you can't do a car movie without having real accidents, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously now. There's more regulations where less people get hurt. If an accident happens, they have the protocols of how to handle and stuff like that. With this one, this is like a full-on car movie. And it's the 70s. Regulations are kind of like loose when it comes to like the um, the way how things are shot. Mm-hmm. I have to really applaud that movie for doing that. <laughs> I'm like, they literally were driving through buildings. In this one? Yeah. They went through like a car dealership. Oh yeah, that's right. And I'm like Did they was that on purpose? Or like did they damage anything? Did they have to pay to get it fixed? Like I, I'm sure How does any of that work? Or did they be like, Oh, well you're in our movie, so uh, whatever exposure we're giving you Yeah. Is what's gonna pay for? And may, yeah, maybe like oh, like these cars are insured, so you'll get them back, or you'll get the money's worth, or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they're like, there are plenty of times where like they're hauling ass on the freeway or on the streets, and there's a, there are crowds um, that people are like standing there, like looking at everything like going on. A lot of times, those are actual people who didn't know that. A movie was being shot. They mm-hmm. thought like a real car chase was happening, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> when they probably weren't as common as they are now in California. <laughs> I know it's like you can watch a car chase like on TV from a helicopter. You're like, "Okay, that's what's happening." You know, if you're on the road, you're. I mean, if you happen to see it out like in real life, all right, cool. Like, hopefully you don't get hit. But this one, it did. <laughs> it just seems like there's a lot more people on the streets, <laughs> and so they're just like, "Whoa, what's going on?" <laughs> um. I think that this film mm-hmm. is responsible, directly responsible for all of the car chases that we have in California. Oh, because everyone's trying to copy this one? Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I mean, this was shot in California. But so. I was being, uh, making a joke. No, 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 no. That's what, like, at a certain age, you have to have watched Gone in 60 Seconds. And at, at another certain age, you have to be at least in one car chase. Okay, well, I haven't hit car chase. Apparently... The viewing age um, limit for Gone in 60 seconds, the the 74 version is 35. Because that's when, uh, that's the first time I saw it. Okay. And I'm 35. Okay. All right. So in about five years, Uh you have to be in a car chase. In about five years? Yeah. That's your limit. Are you coming up on that? I've already been in a car chase. So, and I'm not even joking. (laughs) I feel like that's men. We were stupid and drunk and thought it was a good idea to bring a sledgehammer with us. <laughs> Even Cisco told me one time about how he used to take off really fast just uh-huh. to get cops to turn their lights on, but he wouldn't go past the speed limit and they would just fucking leave See, him alone. He probably watched God in 60 seconds. <laughs> but there was one time where they, they came after him and he turned his lights off and parked so- <laughs> they couldn't find it. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, there was one time. Obviously, we're gonna like little side there. There was one time I was driving uh, down the street after like going out to a party, 
and I was actually driving to the girl I was dating. I was driving to her house, and it was like, must have been like 12 o'clock or something like that. I stopped at a Del Taco to get something to eat real quick. Uh-huh. And like, and I'm, and I'm kind of drunk, but like I'm eating the Del Taco while driving, so I'm like, and it's getting all over my chest and stuff. I pull in the driveway to my girlfriend's house, and all of a sudden I hear, put your hands on the stairwell now! And I was like, what the fuck? And apparently a cop had followed me, uh-huh. and he was like, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, why? He says, you're a swerve. Have you been drinking? Uh, no, I was lying. And he's like, why are you swerving? I was eating, sir. And he was like, well, get out of the car now. And when I, when I got out of the car, hold on, when I got out of the car, you just see all like this <laughs> le- <laughs> Fall off my chest. <laughs> he was probably looking at you like, this guy's a fucking idiot. I know. He probably, so being a fat ass actually stopped, stopped me from getting shot. <laughs> nice. I know, right? Um, oh, oh. We can talk about my dumb thing. What's your dumb thing? My dumb thing is i'm sure, i think i've probably even said this already on the show mm. um when i had a station wagon when okay. i was 17 uh-huh. um on my way to school in the morning uh-huh. there was a particular hill where if you start if you went like 50 miles or 55 miles an hour uh-huh. you end up airborne okay <laughs> like if you would start going down the hill it would make like a more dra- like drastic drop yeah and you go airborne and um and I used to do that like every morning before school. <laughs> you must have wore that axle out. <laughs> no, it was fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I crashed that car in the city because <sighs> I had bald tires. My mom wouldn't help me replace the tires. Then she gave me her stick shift car. Uh-huh. And that fucker was too light and I couldn't fucking jump the car anymore because it wasn't heavy enough. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. <laughs> All right, all right. So we got to talk about we got to talk about because we brought up and we kind of brought it up in the uh, regarding the two thousands version of the of Gone in sixty seconds. Um, but this in the seventy four version, there's that legendary jump mm-hmm. with with the off the car ramp or whatever. It wasn't right. It was supposed to be like a crash car, and there's like happened to be a ramp there and shit. Um, what do you think about what do you think about that? that shot i think it was cool for what it was uh-huh. right it wasn't doctored yeah um so it was really cool yeah. but when it came down to the ground though i was like that car's fucked and the person in that car is probably fucked yeah because haliki haliki had drove that car uh so, yeah haliki had uh, he, he does he does all the driving because he's like a stunt man mm-hmm. um i read that like when he did that jump he suffered from like a compressed spine yeah i believe that um, I do think it is clearly that's like the money shot because there's like two angles. There's like the front angle uh, and then there's the side angle and it's like like slow motion that it, it, it drags the scene on for like 30 seconds or some shit like that. You can just picture him going like, yeah, I got that one. That's a badass one. I think that I don't remember, but I think there was another scene that it was just very slow motion. I'm like, what are they doing? I don't. I don't remember that scene. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, one of the things that this is the most ridiculous thing that I feel this movie does. Right, like past all the cool car jumps, 
the way how he's getting away from the cops, the spinouts and everything. I think the most ridiculous thing that he does is that he just so happened to see he's just so happened to see like the car. Uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember what was what was the type of car? The Eleanor car? It was a Mustang. Was it a Mustang? Mm-hmm. Um. So the Mustang that he's driving that's all smashed up. Mm-hmm. He obviously can't turn that car in because it's like fucked. He's driving down the street and he just so happens to see the exact same car pulling up in a car wash. Mm-hmm. And then like, like gets out of that car, takes it like he takes it up somewhere and he like just takes the other car. And yeah. it's like that's it. Like that's how he gets away. Like that, and he like gets the car and like ah, it ends. Ah. <laughs> Hollywood ending. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna find the exact model of the car. Yeah. Um, I think they could have gone a little bit cooler with the cars. Really? Yeah, like, I like the cars. They flashed a bunch of them. I'm falling off of what things were anymore because I'm not around it that much, so they all started to look the same to me. Oh, the car, the car chasing? No, the, the car- cars themselves. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a Ford Mustang V8. That's the type of car it was. Which is the same car that they used in the 2000, uh, Gone in 60 Seconds movie. Yeah. Uh, I think um, uh-huh. I think Nicolas Cage missed out on uh, Prime Dad joke material. Prime Dad joke material. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, you know what? I oh, I take that back. I'm sorry. Sorry. The the Mustang V8. That's in the 2000 version. Oh. And the Eleanor in the in the 74 version. It's a 1967 uh, Mustang Shelby GT500. Oh yeah. Um, Which is funny because they tried to sell the one in the 2000s version uh, as a Shelby. Oh, that's right. That's absolutely right. As a car alarm is going off in the background. <laughs> that's funny. That car wants to get into, get into the podcast since we're talking about cars. Yeah, it's now. like, hey, I'm here. I'm a car. I can give you my perspective. <laughs> you know what's funny? This The 74 version, 43% of Rotten Tomato. Really? I can see why because how much... There's not much how there's not much of a plot. I get like, kind of lost acting. with it. I did get lost. Oh, like, in the movie. Kind of like what's happening now. Yeah, like it's funny for for a movie that doesn't have a whole lot going on. There's a lot going on that you do get kind of like, all right, who's this person? What are they doing? Like, because the dialogue is so like, uh, like muddled or I think it's the word I'm looking muddled. for. Muddled. Muddled. Yeah, it's so like muddled and like. Who's this person? What's that person's name? You're just kind of just going back and forth with it. Oh, and so. then the pacing is weird, and then sometimes, like, how they cut the scenes is weird. Yeah, and the ADR is, like, off and shit. Uh, but, I mean, but other than that, I think, to me, I, I still think the movie is, like, really cool. Yeah. So, what's your what's your final say for this movie? you think it still holds up? Not really. Mm-hmm. I think it's still cool to watch if you like cars. Yeah. But I don't think it really holds up for just about anybody else. I, I agree with that. Um, but I feel like this is one of those movies that, like you said, you have to watch. If you're one, if you're a car person, you have to watch this. Or and, if you're 35 and you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but also, like, if you want to see like, like how car chases used to be done back then, like mm-hmm. in the 70s, because the 70s was like the turn of like filmmaking. That was the moment where they were like, it, it was the death of the golden the golden age, and they were like, fuck it, let's just make all these crazy movies. I think this is one of those movies that like you truly appreciate it to to just from like a filmmaking aspect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's about it. Anything else? Mm-mm. Look pretty tired. I am. Okay. All right. We'll end the show. Good. 
All right, so that's the end of, of the show for this week. We would like to thank uh, the folks over at Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast on their website. Uh, for all your film news, TV news, and reviews, check out yourentertainmentcorner.com. You know, thank you for joining us on this week's show. We were off last week, but now we're back. We got another one episode for next week. Um, you can drop us a line at therealappeal at gmail.com. Don't be afraid to go on our social media accounts. Check us out there. Uh, and don't be afraid to mention us. Uh, I'm sorry, mention us. Review us on whatever podcast catcher you're, you're on. We're all over the place. Make a podcast and then mention us on the podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and and to review us on on those podcast catchers, it's like five star, boom, done. You don't have to put any put much effort into yeah, it. Just use your thumbs, tapity tap. Yeah, tapity tap 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 tap. Uh, so yeah, next week. Actually, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Kelsey take this one. Um, okay. Uh taking it right now. For someone who's tired, you sure are dragging this. <laughs> All right. Next week, our recent review is The Little Mermaid. Um, it's going to be in theaters Friday, May 26th. And our geriatric cinematic, you know, because a perfect pairing, uh-huh. The Little Mermaid 1989. That's the animated movie from Disney that we all know and love. Well, I love it. If you don't love it, fuck you. <laughs> um, it's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Uh you sure you don't want to do the turpic? No, you do the turpic. This is yours. This will be your show next week. <laughs> Why? What? What's the turpic? What's the turpic? I think that Kelsey? you're afraid of it. Nope. I'm going yeah, to let you have this. What's the turpic? The turpic is sirens mean trouble on sea or on land. Wee 